when IT feels like God is against me. Have you reached a place in your life where you have been convinced that God, if there is a God, is against you? If so, please read with an open mind and heart to key truths today. I fear that there are too many who believe the imitator, God is against you to there really is no God. Now, this is the truth. We humble people, we who feel ourselves sometimes so worthless, so good for nothing, we are not so worthless as we think. There is not one of us but what God's love has been expended upon. There is not one of us that he has not cared for and caressed. Dash George Q. Cannon. The pain of despair often leads us to trying to understand why a God of love let this happen to my family and me. Because the hurt is so deep, the pain of life unending, the loss and grief too much the only answer then must be, if there was a God, that God wouldn't let these things happen, so there must not be a God. Do we really believe our Father in Heaven is always happy according to our definition? Do you think Christ is always happy? The prophet Enoch of the Old Testament, is shocked to discover that we have a God who weeps, over us. The scriptures are filled with accounts of their sorrow and pain over the actions of us and those like us through the generations of humanity. And what were the feelings of God the Father when it became necessary to withdraw the support of His immediate presence as His only begotten Son was dying on the cross? Not happiness, surely. Because of the grand plan of salvation that necessitates this mortal period of testing, of freedom to choose, of growth toward eternal goals, if we choose to commit our lives in that direction. It is not easy, there is really nothing in mortality that is easy. It is a testing ground. There are times the test seems too much. But is it really too much, if we allow Christ to carry the burden with us? We choose, we always choose. I recall a conversation a few years ago with my older brother when he commented, You have had a such a hard life, it seems like there is not a time that it isn't fraught with hardship. I'm impressed that you keep your head up and moving forward. He was right, it is a life of hardship and some of it brought on by my choices that were certainly not the best and other because of this inherent element in me to stand up and be counted. I, like you, would keep my trials and challenges when I look upon those of another. I'm learning to remember who bought me with the price of his own life. Most believers, like doubters are continually adjusting their paradigms to make better sense of the world, as each experience it. Belief is fluid and so is doubt. Disillusion and readjustment work in both direction. Neither the new believer or doubter has necessarily progressed or reached enlightenment. Every time we turn our hearts and minds in the direction of giving meaning to our experiences, we are merely and yet profoundly arrange the evidence into a pattern, the pattern that makes the most sense to us at a given point on our journey. Givens, The God Who Weeps pp. 31-32. C.S. Lewis, a former atheist, provides a couple of insights that are worth repeating. First from the Screwtape Letter, a fictional letter from a more experienced devil to a younger devil. You will say that these are very small sins, and doubtless, like all young tempters, you are anxious to be able to report spectacular wickedness, it does not matter how small the sins are, provided that their cumulative effect is to edge the man away from the light and out into the nothing, indeed, the safest road to hell is the gradual one, the gentle slope soft underfoot, without sudden turnings, without milestones, without signposts, the Screwtape Letters New York, Macmillan, 1962, p. 56. A silly idea is current that good people do not know what temptation means. This is an obvious lie. Only those who try to resist temptation know how strong it is, you find out the strength of a wind by trying to walk against it, not by lying down, mere Christianity New York, Macmillan, 1960, p. 
124. Consider the tender account told of little four-year-old Sachi. Soon after her brother was born, little Sachi began to ask her parents to leave her alone with the new baby. They decided to allow it. Elated, she went into the baby's room and shut the door, but it opened a crack, enough for her curious parents to peek in and listen. They saw little Sachi walk quietly up to her baby brother, put her face close to his, and say quietly, Baby, tell me what God feels like. I'm starting to forget. My urgent plea to each of us today is to remember, lest we forget to believe that God has set His heart upon us, that He indeed sent His only begotten Son to atone for the sins of mankind and set a joy-filled path of repentance that takes us towards the light. Today seems like a good day to evaluate how much I've forgotten what God feels like. Won't you join me? Until next time, God be with you.